0: Welcome back, everyone. This is the 10th episode of the Beard and Stash podcast, and Adam and I have concocted a little something special for uh, for NBA fans. We are just talking Thunder Heat NBA Finals, and Adam, I know, I know, I, I know you're, you're you're loving this series more than I am, I'm sure, right?
1: I don't know you. I know you're a big LeBron James homer, so <laughs> I'm not sure if I can compete with that. But yeah, it's a great series for basketball fans, whether whether you're a fan of either of the two teams or not. It's just great basketball to watch.
0: It's it's definitely um, some of the most exciting basketball to watch. I mean, you're looking at two teams that are just crazy, crazy, crazy athletic. Awesome, awesome, awesome plays. Um, you know, it's it's a big contrast from last year where the Dallas Mavericks were not a flashy team. You know, they were not flashy. They were. Uh, fundamentally sound and very, very... They they did not push the ball down the court very often. It was a very slow-paced, half-court game, but...
1: Yeah, when you have Dirk, you don't need need a fast-paced game. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: But but when you got, you know, Russell Westbrook and Durant running the floor like gazelles and Dwayne Wade and uh, LeBron James running just as fast, you know, it's... It it made for some very exciting, very, very, very very exciting offense. And the defense has been surprisingly surprisingly good as well. I mean, it's been kind of a bit of a surprise.
1: But, I don't know if I don't know if it's surprising. Obviously, the highlight, highlight plays are always offensive plays usually, but these teams have been have built their records based primarily on their defense. Yeah, so.
0: well, I mean, great great perimeter defense from both teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I guess I guess you're right. I mean, the flash the flashy plays don't necessarily come on defense, but you're, I guess the defense has been there for both teams. Um, you have, I and mean, well, it, it was Dwayne Wade first team all defense this year. He he may have been.
1: I'm mean, yeah, I'm not even sure.
0: He 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 may have been. I think I think he might. Have wouldn't, been. Surprise
1: yeah, wouldn't
0: surprise me. Not me, either. <laughs> um, so. Obviously, you know, if you if you watched finals, we're going to do a quick recap of each game, but um, the series is tied 1-1 now. Uh, the the Heat went wire to wire with the lead in game two. Never gave it up. Um, the closest the Thunder got was four points. Or, no, they were within two points, three I guess. Point. Three points. Three,
1: three points, I think, three yeah.
0: points, oh. three, three or two points. So, so it, it, they were pretty close, but um, the Heat held on and uh, and kind of ran away. You know, they didn't run away, but they kind of just held on there at the end. Um Thanks to a very, very, very clutch performance from LeBron James. Um, what? Yeah, I know. An oxymoron
1: or something, or yeah, it's, it's
0: <laughs> people. You know, listen. I put in my article about the recap. Um, it's on beerandstash.com right now. I put you know haters are gonna hate on LeBron James, but um, he did what people said he couldn't do last last night. He he was able to not only hit the the mid range jump shot. Well, wow, I mean, like he was he was pretty well covered. You know, I mean, it wasn't like an easy shot. And then he hit two free throws to ice the game. So it's not like he's he's lebricking shots still. I mean that was I mean it was it was how he should have played. He closed out the game, you know. Now were the Thunder within one one missed call of tying it and forcing overtime? Yeah, probably. You know, if, if, <laughs> if, if I mean it was it was a bad it was a really 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 bad no call on Kevin Durant. Um, LeBron James definitely fouled him. Um, the refs just blew it. But you know. What do you to say, you know, Adam? What can you say in that situation? It's like you know, you know, tough, t- 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 tough luck, you know. I and mean, what do you what do you say?
1: There's, nothing, yeah, there's really nothing else you can say. I mean, you can't you can't argue fouls. Otherwise, you get t- you get teed up pretty quick nowadays. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, then I don't even think using Kevin Durant's not someone who's gonna argue a foul call. You no,
1: know? No, he's, he's not, no, he's not. He's not. He, he doesn't have that kind of demeanor on the floor. No, he's no.
0: he's very cool. So, um, you know what. I, I'm going to tell you what stood out the most in my mind in Game 2, and then you can say what, what, what you were thinking. But I'm thinking the Thunder's slow start when the Heat were up, uh, was it 19-2 to 2 in the first quarter? Um, that was the most alarming thing I've ever seen in an NBA Finals game. I mean, that was a team that I mean, it looked like the, the, the Thunder were lost, and they should be playing in, you know, the WNBA or something. (laughs) Like like they lost
1: lost directions to their own, to their own arena. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was, it was was a terrible start. So, so that being said, what, what do you think was the most alarming thing or, or the most, you know, prominent thing that like kind of caught your attention in game, in game two? Uh,
1: our everyone's favorite prehistoric power forward, Chris <laughs> Bosh, finally playing and showing up. <laughs>
0: oh my God! L- listen, I am, uh, you know, I I love Chris Bosh when he's playing well, and boy, you're right, he was playing lights out. What do you have like 15 rebounds? Yeah, yeah. For Chris Bosh, I mean, it, but you know what it was? He was playing center. Coach Spoh put him at center, and I think that was the big that was the big reason he was doing so well. Um, you know, I- I'm amazed that Kendrick Perkins didn't. You know, I, I mean, the-, the thing was. Kendra Perkins was good on defense, and Chris Bosh's offensive game was not stellar, but everywhere else on the floor, he, he killed it. Defense, he was good. On defense, he was very, very good. Um, rebounding, as we already noted, I think he had like seven or eight offensive rebounds, which is crazy for Chris Bosh. And, uh, you know, his, his hustle. I mean, I, I saw Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh, superstar Chris Bosh, don't want to break a nail, diving on the floor for loose balls. Now, you know, one of them was a the backcourt, and the other one was, you know, it ended up being a jump ball. But, you know, still the effort from Chris Bosh, you're right, was definitely, uh, definitely impressive. Definitely impressive performance from Bosh. And, and like we said, the Heat held on to, 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 win, uh, to win Game 2. Game 1 was, was quite, quite the same, actually. It was pretty, you know, a strong first half from the Heat. Thunder didn't look good, but they exploded in the second half. And
1: uh, steamrolled yeah, can the you, Heat. Can you Can you imagine if Thunder don't get down? Oh. 19-2. <laughs> oh, my God. Like they, and the Heat still almost lost, and they, and they had a 17-point lead in the first yeah. quarter. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, yeah it's, it, it's alarming. But there's something to be said. You know, that Thunder team does play really well at home. They play really well in front of their home crowd. And I don't know. Uh, I mean, you know, I guess it's there. But for some reason, I really don't see any team in the NBA being able to rally back on the road from, down, from, from, from 17 down. I just don't see it. And do you see any way that, that could happen in Game 3 and, and the Thunder win?
1: Uh, I think it's possible because no offense to my fans, but you guys—you guys know it. Well, most of you anyway are fair weather fans, and uh, you're you're there, you're there for the glitz and glamour. I mean, come but, on, But, but, let's but, be but realistic. it's realistic. It,
0: but it's still the finals, though.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, like, they'll will never they'll never be as raucous as like the Oklahoma City's, the San Antonio's. It'll never be like that.
0: You know, you know, I, I'd like to point out one quick thing about Oklahoma City, and, and no no offense to anybody who's a Thunder fan, but is it just Adam? Maybe you caught this, and, and maybe you have it. I don't know. But is it just me, or is everyone in their stadium white? Everyone.
1: From what I, from what I saw, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, do they have any diversity in their fan base? I don't know. And, and, and listen, I, I made the joke on Twitter last night. Like, they were wearing those shirts. It, it, it's a clever marketing idea, and it kind of plays up that small town thing, but it said, like, you know, Thunder, we are family. And for some reason, I just don't think guys like Kendrick Perkins are really digging that whole, <laughs> that whole <laughs> idea. Like, is Kendrick Perkins be kind of guys going to be down with that kind of promotion? Like, do you get that vibe from him? That he's going to be like, yeah, I'm family here. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just think that maybe – I mean, like, it's, it's a good idea, I guess. Cause it is a small market. But, you know, um, I, I was not really crazy about the – I mean, I, I just – I don't know. I think that the Oklahoma City has an interesting – they, they they love the Thunder because there's nothing else there. Like there's no other professional sports teams, and they definitely have a great fan base, great phenomenal fan base. They they are like I said one of the best, one of the best hardest places to play in the NBA. But um, you know everyone is white. It's kind of, it's kind of interesting, kind of an interesting little tidbit. Um, but anyway, <laughs> you know as all right. So so let's so let us let, let, let's, let's jump here. You know, um, we we kind of want to do some good, bad, and ugly with both of these teams here. Um. So, Adam, I'll let you do – why don't you do the Thunder and I'll do the Heat? How about that? Sound good? Yeah, it works for me. All right, so with the Heat, I thought that the, good, that the good of this series was, of course, they were able to even the series at one and one going back to Miami. That's huge. That, there's a lot of reasons that's huge. But, um, yep. You know, they would, Anytime yeah. you can steal a
1: game, it's always good.
0: Yeah, exactly, especially in a place like Oklahoma City where they have not lost. I mean, no, no playoff team has won there until Miami did last night, so that's a huge win for them. Um, the bad was allowing OKC to come back from almost 20 down. And, um, and and almost win the game. That that is a little bit alarming for the Heat. That should not have happened. When you when you have a lead that large and um, you're in the finals, you should be able to hold on to that lead and at least protect it, keep it at least ten points. You know, at least ten. No, no never. Don't even let it within five. Don't even let that happen. And they and they did. So that was bad. But I think the ugly is, um, you know, during key stretches of the game when the Thunder are going on those runs, uh, Miami's offense just kind of stops. Um, they stopped running, you know, their, their effective pick-and-rolls. They stopped passing the ball. Um, you know, LeBron... Yeah, but it turn, turn,
1: and, turns, and, turns into D-Wade and LeBron isolation game. Exactly.
0: That's exactly what happens. <laughs> and I, th- yeah. I think
1: I think part of the blame has to... Well, a lot of the blame actually has to go on your boy Coach Spo.
0: Yeah, definitely. Oh, listen, I, I, I'm i not, you know... I, I will stand by the fact that I think, coach, you know, Eric Spolter is a really nice guy, but I just don't think he's that great of an NBA coach. I, I, I really don't think he, he is just an NBA I don't think he's... I, he has good ideas, but I just don't think he translates them well with, with the personnel that he has. If he had and a bench, honestly,
1: honestly, if you're, Le, if you're LeBron James or Dwayne Wade or even Chris Bosh, how can you respect this guy? Well, How can, they, how they can, don't. How can, how can you look at him as an equal, let alone your superior in, as a coach?
0: Well, they, they, <laughs> they, they don't. That, that, that's why LeBron James does not come out of games when he's tired. Because Coach Spolcher has no control over him. That's why. I, I mean, Dwayne Wade and, and LeBron James are really the coaches of that team, and Chris Bosh, I guess, maybe, kind of, but he's not really a leader. But you know the, the, the I think you're right. I think you know that, that lack of offensive execution, the breakdowns in defense, that a lot of that blame has to fall on Coach Spolstra. I think you're right, and um, you know I think I think we're both. I think you would agree with this that if they don't win the finals this year, he's he's go, he's out of Miami. Do, do you agree? Yeah, because it has
1: to be him. It has to be him. I mean, but this last night I can't remember. I think can who said. I think it might have been a uh, John Barry. I think his name is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, They're saying that they, Miami they played the best basketball they played in a few years. No, no, excuse me, it was Chris Broussard who said it. Yeah. Oh, Chris Broussard, yep, yep. yeah. Best basketball that he'd seen at, at the end of that first half last night that he'd seen since they all joined up in Miami. So, yeah, it's obviously not the players.
0: So it's, it's yeah, well, I mean, Coach Bolster, you know, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting because if he, if he wins the finals this year, he's obviously going to stay in Miami. They're not going to fire him if he wins the finals. But um, I, I, I think that really a lot, of that, a lot of that blame needs to fall on him. You know and, and, yeah but even
1: and, even if they do win though isn't he still just like more of a uh, a figurehead I really a,
0: a placeholder yeah, yeah. <laughs> hes he's, the, he's there because Miami has to have a coach, you know what I mean like they have <laughs> to have one um, but you know it, it's it's obvious that you know dwayne wade and, and I'm, I mean, we, we don't know what the politics of their locker room are and and I know that, that he's been a part of the Heat organization from the get-go. He's been there for like over 10 years. You know, he was a, an assistant coach and then, you know, a film director. And you know, he did all this stuff, and he finally got to the, the head coaching position. So he, he deserves it. He earned his spot. But, um, you know, his, his decision-making is definitely questionable, to, to say the least. But, uh, you know, Adam, you know, on that same note, though, you know, what, Scott Brooks, on, on, on the scale of NBA coaches, would you rate him in the top five?
1: I don't think so. I think it's more just a product of the players he has around him, as it is with most coaches these days, except for maybe the guys that I think are like truly elite coaches, the Doc Rivers, the Tom Thibodeau's who both pitch. have that Boston uh, pipeline. But uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly,
0: with the Boston pipeline, yeah, yeah. Early
1: enough. And then the now retired Zen Master Phil Jackson, obviously. So,
0: so, so you, you you don't think? I mean, I, I I respect Scott Brooks a lot. I think he's a really good leader. I think he's a really good leader on the sideline. Um, he's really good at rallying his players, especially when they're down. Of course, you know we've seen that. So, so you think both of these coaches are more just products of their players?
1: I think so. Yeah. No.
0: That's interesting. That's interesting. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to just. I, th- I think Scott Brooks is 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 a, is a pretty good coach. I don't think he, all of it is his players, but of course you only have Kevin Durant who, it's like oh we're down six three three three. You know. It, <laughs> that, that, yeah,
1: yeah. I got to, yeah. I got to give him some credit though because he's a, at times he's actually able to rein Russell Westbrook in and, and tell him to actually be a point guard. Oh. For God, once in a while. So. don't
0: even don't speaking of that, let's let's, <laughs> get, let's get to the good, bad and ugly and I'll let you I'll let you you uh, you, you break down the thunder.
1: But yeah, so uh obviously for the good, obviously they kept it closed after being down by seventeen in the first quarter, like you mentioned earlier, and they battled it back and got it within one possession. Or no, that that was for game yeah, they won for, that was for game two, but they they came back and did it all the way. They all went. game one, yeah. They completed come back and won they completed the comeback in game one and actually turned it around and took game one. Which kind of was expected? They probably would have just went wire to wire on that one too. Yeah. That was kind of expected. I, thought, I would hope anyway. Yeah. In front of their home fans. And then bad. Obviously they fought. They fought hard, but then ultimately they came up short and lost the home court advantage.
0: That, that's that's so. a huge that's a huge loss because there's no way they can close out the series in Oklahoma City now. There's no way they have to go back to Miami to close out the series. Guaranteed. That's best case scenario pretty much.
1: No, no, no. If they if they, if they, if they win the next if they win all of Miami, which I severely doubt. Uh, if Miami just wins 1, they'll be going back to OKC for the final 2. So. Oh,
0: I thought I thought it, it was uh, In the
1: finals it's 2-3-2. Two, two.
0: Is it really? That Yeah, is... I think
1: that I think that I think that was the uh, round we were discussing in weeks previous to this that Okay, so, th- so that was the round that actually went to this far. So format, pre-finals no one
0: it's 3-2-1-1-1. One, one, one.
1: Yeah, and then leading up to it, yeah. Yeah.
0: I got it. Okay. Yeah, well that's still a big loss. Still a big loss dropping one in those. Yeah, home. definitely. Still a big loss, yeah.
1: And then what is, what is the deal with their slow starts? Why are they sputtering out of the gates with <laughs> all that talent? I don't understand.
0: I, I don't know. You know and and, and I, remember, you know, I remember Magic Johnson saying, you know, why is Kevin Durant not taking those shots? But Kevin Durant is not a player that's going to take 28 shots a game. He's just not that kind of player. Um, but, but when his team is down and struggling and, oh, don't even – you could put ugly – you could put Russell Westbrook in that, in that spot. Russell Westbrook sucked so bad in that first quarter. He could not. Yeah, tw- <laughs> something disgusting
1: like two of eight.
0: Oh my god! It was it was like it was like one of nine shootings when he finished with like three points or something. It was horrendous, horrendous first half for Russell Westbrook, and you know the guy like he he he's not he is the most streaky shooter in the NBA right now. I think he can go one for nine, but then he goes eight for eight in the second half. I, I don't understand what what happens with him, but that first half, oh. Man, was he atrocious. And, and Kevin Durant was in foul trouble, so he wasn't doing that well either. You know, it was, it was a bad situation for Oklahoma City. Now, let me ask you this. Another slow start happens, um, let's say, you know, in, in Miami in Game 3. Does Scott Brooks put James Harden in earlier than he did in this last game?
1: I think you have to. Because that's, <laughs> that's, that's what
0: got them going. That's what got them going. James Harden came off the bench and was drilling shots left and right, that's what got them going.
1: So do you, do,
0: do, do you put him in early?
1: I think you have to, yeah.
0: I mean that, that that's that's sad that, that that Durant and Westbrook can't jumpstart that offense, but I guess you know, I mean James Harden of course he, I mean what he does is just unbelievable. Like for his role as in the sixth man, <laughs> yeah, the fear of the beard man for his role as a sixth man, he is, I, I mean phenomenal in that in that system. Would you agree?
1: Oh, absolutely. He, I, the guy I, just he, does it all.
0: I, I mean, if if he if he can keep that offense afloat, then I mean I, I say that if if, if by Let's hope it doesn't happen, but if the Thunder get down by ten at any point in that first quarter, they have to put in James Harden right then and try to get the yep. offense going again. Yeah, it's, it's 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 interesting, you know, because like it, it, you would think with players like Russell Westbrook, who's just so dynamic and so explosive, and Kevin Durant, who's just go-go gadget man, <laughs> you know, you would think this would be an issue, but I guess it is. It's kind of it's kind of a crazy twist, you know. It, um, but but definitely definitely some. It, the series has been very very good so far. One of the best series I've ever watched, and I, I think that's yeah. going to be. It's, it's only going to get better from here, you know. I I, I think it's only going to get better from this point on. Um,
1: I mean, you can say you can say you wanted the Spurs, of the Celtics to get in, but really, really, in the back of your mind, you had this yeah. guilty pleasure that you wanted to see this yeah. superior show of athleticism it's, on it's, the floor.
0: It, it's, it's like watching, like, um, you know, I I, I don't want to. I mean, I want to embellish. But it's almost like watching an All Star game. You know what I mean? Like the, the, <laughs> the talent is like that much. It's almost like watching an All Star game. Um, but speaking of All Star with defense, it's, yeah, with defense, occasionally. defense being played, yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of All-Stars, I, I, I want to touch on Wade really quick. First game, he was horrible. Horrible game for Dwayne Wade. Second game... 7-19,
1: 19 points. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Second game, he um, you know, he did not have that great, but he was 10 for 20, so he shot 50%. So not like you know, a phenomenal... I mean, that's, that's pretty much what I expect from him. You know, it's it's pretty, um, that's pretty Dwayne Wade-esque number. But let me ask you this. Do you think that Dwayne Wade attacking the paint the way he was, even though he missed some shots and, and half of them got blocked by Serge Ibaka, and that was, that guy <laughs> was blocked, block in everything? Um, but you know, with, with that in mind, do you think that Dwayne Wade is better in that? Oh, of course, he's better in that element when he's attacking the paint. But do you think if he continues to attack the paint, that he would be better off, or do you think he'd be better as a facilitator?
1: Well, the thing is, though, he he attacks the paint, and, that, and that's how he that's how he usually facilitates. Is he? He gets that dribble penetration and creates open space for the rest it of the guys like out. the Mike Millers and the James Joneses and the Chalmers of the world The, the Chalmers, off that, off, yeah, off that dribble penetration. So, yeah, I think he has to continue attacking the paint, whether it's to score or facilitate.
0: All right, so he, so he, he's, he's in his element that way. Absolutely. Okay, so we're, we're, okay, so we're in agreement on that. And then on, on this note, Serge Ibaka is taking a lot of shots. All right, he is. <laughs> Serge Ibaka is trying to be Chris Bosh. Um, five shots for Baca, seven points in game uh, in game two.
1: That's I, not terrible. I mean, five five shots in that's that's not a terrible. Bro. If he get, gets, gets to like fifteen, then I'd say I'd be worried. But five shots, that's nothing. So
0: yeah, I mean, when when he's stepping out, I mean he's taking like mid range, sixteen footers.
1: Uh, yeah, but he, yeah, but he's he's getting better there. I mean, obviously he's not he's not a Kevin Garnett or anything from there, but in in, <laughs>
0: in, in, in the NBA finals, you see no issue with that.
1: If it's open and there's no better shot, uh, no, I don't. All right. Yeah, well. I'd rather, I'd rather give Ibaka a wide open mid range jumper than uh, a contested, like a contested Shane Battier hand in the, hand in the eye socket, Kevin Durant three. <laughs> Though he can't hit them, so.
0: <laughs> well, okay, so that, that, we'll, we'll disagree on that. I, I don't think Sergio Ibaka should be taking mid range jump shots, not in the NBA Finals. Um, you know, he should be. In his, his offensive game is just pretty bad all around um i think his offense game should really be limited to bad dunk so that's about it um yeah, i mean if he, if he if he's confident enough i guess you know more power to him but
1: okay come on man, he's, he's a little bit better than JaVale mcgee now come on
0: <laughs> well yeah i guess i guess with, with by a hair not not by not by a very large margin <laughs> but um all right so not, not, not enough about Serge Ibaka. let's let's talk about the two uh two guys we all love and love and adore in this series lbj and kevin duran um Oh, it'll be James. That's pretty much me. Uh whatever I talk about LeBron James. Yeah, that's pretty good first taste. Yeah. But you know, here here's the deal. I am torn and kind of conflicted on um on this battle. I, I want to talk about, you know, who is winning who is winning. Like who, who is having the better series. And who do you think right at this moment, right now?
1: LeBron James. I have to go to LeBron James.
0: I'm surprised.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. I'm surprised too.
0: <laughs> You're going with LeBron. I'm going with Kevin Durant. Ooh. And I and, and for the, for those listening to the podcast, I am I am really like King Homer when it comes to LeBron James. I'm yeah, going I thought, with I thought these roles
1: would be reversed. <laughs>
0: I'm going. I'm going with Kevin Durant. You know, LeBron James was has been has been unbelievable in these in the, in this series, but Kevin Durant, the guy. I, I mean, you you cannot stop him. Like you 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 can't do it. Like every time. He, you need a clutch three. Kevin Durant's there, like without without fail, he is there. Am I right?
1: Yeah, pretty he, much. He, that, that's the one thing that KD probably will always have over LeBron is that shooting ability.
0: And, and the in the defense, play phenomenal defense. And
1: uh, all that length, that as length, Mark Jackson says. Yeah, that <laughs>
0: length. Yeah, that wingspan. It's like wider than a B twenty two jet. You know, I, I listen. I I, I would. It's it's so tough because they're both they're both playing so well, uh, but I have to go with Durant because he has just been he has been more effective in the Thunder's time of need. Do you know what I mean? Like when the Thunder really need him to step up, he always does. Like LeBron, when when, when the Heat were down in Game One, he he did not show up. He did not do um, you know he did not do what he had to to get that win. Now, uh, it, probably because he
1: probably because he was running out of fumes at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they're they're both playing in, in ungodly amount of minutes. You know, they're both playing forty two minutes a game, pretty much. I mean, that that's like ungodly. But, um, you know, I I guess I guess I'm gonna give the edge to Durant. You give it to James. You know, it, it, this could go either way. This could go either way. Really, it could. Um, but but it's it's definitely. I mean, is, is this the best matchup you've seen like of two players in the finals in like the last like five years? Do you think?
1: I think so, yeah. I mean I loved the I loved the Pierce and uh Kobe matchups, but this this tops that definitely.
0: and it's just that they're they're younger, more athletic and more more exciting to watch. Yeah, and just know, because definitely.
1: the battle is more equal. I mean I no no knock on Paul Pierce I think, but Kobe is light years ahead of you, man.
0: <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Before we go on a mamba tangent, let's uh let, let, let let's jump back to the all right, so let, let's talk about predictions really quick. Who do you got?
1: To win to win the all or just the next game? Um
0: or- well let's say to, to to win the next game. I'll take Miami. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah, I I I am I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Miami too. I, I think that they, they had the momentum. That was a tough win. Um you know, they they play really well at home, despite not having much of a home crowd, as you already mentioned, they play well at home and um you know, I, I think that, that it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those games where LeBron James and, and Dwayne Wade are both on, hitting their marks and Chris Bosch should follow in suit too. Um how about how about the entire series?
1: I will take the Thunder in seven.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> the Thunder <laughs> in seven. You think you, you think have seven games?
1: Yeah, I think I think if I think if they can steal one, all, all needs one here in OKC or my go ahead into Miami, excuse me. Yeah. And then once they get back to OKC I think they'll win both of those.
0: Oh man.
1: I don't 'cause I I I just don't see I don't see them having the slow start. Once they get back home, I don't see. It. I don't see it happening.
0: I'm. Uh, I'm going to take the the Heat and Six for a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm be some LeBron James homer. <laughs> I want to see him win. And
1: uh, the, the it, king, the king is finally going to get his ring.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just listen, man. I, I love the Thunder, but that team is still. I mean, they're just so young, and I, I mean, I just don't know if they have the 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 umph in the experience to, to go to <laughs> the mental fortitude yeah the mental fortitude to go seven <laughs> games against LeBron James Dwayne Wade and Chris I mean that, you're talking three veterans three savvy vet- I mean they're not like Garnett and Pierce and Allen they're not that old but you know they're, they're still veterans of the NBA you know Durant and, and Westbrook are really just babies you know and I'm just not sure if they have the the, the mental fort- I mean, fortitude the last seven games I just don't think they do I, I really think that Miami will yeah, that's fair. <laughs> out-muscle them in, in, in the end because of, of, of their, their – I mean, they've been there. Miami has been there. They've done this. They got beat by a veteran team last year. You know, yeah, they,
1: it's, tough, it's tough to say who wants them more, but I think – I don't think you can question the desire that uh, James, Wade, and definitely the last year in tears Chris Bosh wanted yeah, more.
0: Yeah, <laughs> of course. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, every, who, wants, who wants to lose in the NBA Finals? You know, it, it, it takes so much work to get there, and, and and to not like reap the rewards of that is just un—I I couldn't imagine. You know, and and, and facing that, dis- I mean, it, it'd be so disappointing, especially when you know you're the better team. You know, yeah, and, and it's it's one of those, it's one of those things where. If, if the Thunder win, everybody's going to be like, oh, well, LeBron still sucks. You know, he's not gonna, he's never going to win. And then, and, then, and then if the Thunder win, it's going to be like, like. Oh, should
1: never left Cleveland.
0: Yeah, exactly. He should never leave Cleveland. Yeah, still, has, then,
1: still has no help now, Miami. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. See, LeBron's body still. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then if the Thunder win, it's going to be like, oh, well. Or, or then if the, if the Heat wins, to be like, well, oh, the Thunder are just a young team. Whatever. They'll win next year. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's an unfair standard. It's an unfair standard for LeBron James, and I, I, I hate that. And I don't want to sound like Skip Bayless or, or Stephen A. Smith or any of those guys, but it really is a completely unfair standard for LeBron James. And, you know, Oklahoma City, of course, it's a small market, and and, and they're not going to be – it's not going to be like this huge – like if the Knicks lost in the finals, could you imagine the, the you know, the, the, ah, this is terrible. If OKC loses, you know, it's going to be like, well, sucks for them. And their fan base is going to hate it, but the rest of the NBA is not going to be – Heartbroken and, and and you know d- disastrously you know it's gonna be the end of the world. But but if the heat if the heat lose that's a big market team. LeBron James is a big market player, so it's gonna be a lot bigger, a lot bigger of a deal. But if he wins, well, once again, like, oh okay, so he's just a young team; they'll win next year. It, it's and, and like I said, I think that, I think that the Wade James and, and Bosh can, can pull it this year with with just the the savviness of being a veteran. And, uh, and and just out muscling mentally and physically down the line the the, the Thunder who are who are a very young team.
1: Yeah, no, can't can't forget about the role players, namely uh the subject of our seriously oh, that dude segment. Yes, Shane the Battier. Yes,
0: yes, my favorite segment of the show. Seriously, dude, Shane Battier. Adam, ever in your life did you think Shane Battier be be playing this well in the finals?
1: No, for one thing, I never expected his, never expected a team that he played on to reach the finals. Considering before the Heat, he played for only two teams, in the Rockets and the Grizzlies. So,
0: and look at him now, in the finals, yep. reigning threes like Ray Allen, <laughs> <Like,
1: laughs> dead eyed shooter, dead eye long, shooter, long distance assassin. <laughs> I, I,
0: he is so confident in his shot. I mean, Five for seven from three for Shane Battier in game yeah, two. Yeah, four six
1: and four six in game one. I mean, man,
0: that is just insane. Someone get a body on that guy, Yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean, oh, my God. I, I, I get why OKC is not playing him tight. I understand that. I really do because he is not, like, he's, his shot has always been really inconsistent. But he is so red hot right now. It is I mean, didn't
1: yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like, didn't he shoot something like 29%? Oh. The arc on regular season? Like, yeah. totally horrendous.
0: Totally horrendous. And now, and now he's shooting, like, uh, I'm sure it's above 80%. I mean, he must be shooting above 80%. And that's just ridiculous. It's 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 one of those, and and then that one he hit. Oh, did you see that three? Yeah, I mean that 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 for those for those watching or listening, I guess if you didn't see it, you should look. Up, you should go on YouTube. He hit a fadeaway three. It looked like it's gonna be way too strong, and guys like four guys like on top of him, and it just bang. It goes right in.
1: Yeah, banked it in off the window, Tim Duncan style.
0: I, I'm just I I, I don't I, I don't understand it. Shane Battier has teleported himself back to Duke. And is playing like he's 19 years old again. That's that's the only explanation I have.
1: It has H. G. Wells and his time machine on the old speed dial.
0: (laughs) Not, not, not to mention. On top of that, he is playing Kevin Durant on defense so well. Um, He is in his face all the.
1: Yeah, literally in his face. Durant's getting annoyed by it, I believe. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, he's he's a pest. He's he's a little bit like Ray John Rondo, except a lot older. Six foot eight. Yeah. Yeah, a lot older and a lot, a lot, a lot bigger. Yeah. It's um Shane Battier definitely um, regardless of what happens he he wants it Shane Battier wants it this year um, and, and it shows when, you know every time he takes the floor it, it you know he's playing lights out. Um, do you think he can keep it up?
1: Well, I think he's I don't, I don't think he can go for an entire series. I mean, obviously you never know, but I I can't I don't. Uh. Odds are he's gonna cool off eventually, so I I gotta go I gotta go against him keeping it up for the rest of the series. Because of like a good he story. is human after all.
0: Because of like a good story, I'm, not, I'm gonna say he keeps it up. It's
1: gonna pull a Reggie Miller. It's gonna pull a Ray Allen. gonna stay hot.
0: Now, 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 now here here's the question: Like, is there any way? And I I know it's unlikely, but is there any way that like, if he continues to play this way, he could win the Finals MVP over LeBron James? That's
1: exactly what I was wondering.
0: <laughs> is that is that possible? Could he do that?
1: I don't see it, man. I I, I just just. He, yes, his importance is like immeasurable at this point, as long as he stays hot, of course, and the defense. But just the whole way, the, the whole way the league will look from the outside. I just don't see it. One he, of the stars is going to have to be the Finals MVP. Well, I just, I, it's, yeah.
0: it's going to be James. If the Heat win, James is going to get it. You know, yeah, no doubt. It's going to be James. But does Batty deserve it if he's play like this way? Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> like you know, given his role in the team, he deserves it. You know. Um, but very, 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 very good finals. I'm very excited to see the rest of the games play out. Um, yeah,
1: sadly we got to wait till Sunday now since yeah. they're traveling back to Miami. Is this, this ridiculous for drag? Oh,
0: yeah, this this off day stuff is ridiculous. I I don't like this this oh one day off, one day on, and then it's two days off now we're going back to Miami. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, but once again, this is the Beer and Stash Podcast. I am Troy Ballard.
1: And I'm the and I'm Adam Parker.
0: <laughs> and uh, this is the Beer and Stash Podcast. You can check us out on the web, www.beerandstash.com. You can check us out on iTunes, catch us on the go. And hit us up on Twitter or Facebook, Beer and Stash on both. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next Friday.